0: Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey. So the idea of this podcast actually came to me this week because even though I've been like slowly getting into the prep swinger thing since maybe April, and we're now in June, that drowsiness feeling, tiredness feeling, is definitely started to creep in, and it kind of got me thinking more about. The importance of sleep. I think it's such an interesting topic to go over because I think sleep is probably the most precious thing that all of us have and it's obviously the most essential thing but it's something that people can get a little bit in a pickle with and they can struggle whether that's having not enough sleep or obviously feeling tired around prep. And what I'm going to talk about is what a competitor should be doing when it comes to sleep so it actually aids you and helps you towards your goals Instead of potentially making things a lot harder. Because we all know that tiredness from prep is inevitable it's going to happen. But there are ways that you can go about it. And I'm going to explain more. So there's a lot of conflicting advice and statements out there. In the bodybuilding world and just in the business world actually. There's always this talk around the grind and the hustle. And you've got to be up. And the only way you're going to get success and reach your goals. Is by having four hours sleep. But I don't know about you guys. When I was younger, I could get away with having literally no sleep and just keep going. Whereas the more and more I get older, the more that if I tend to let my sleep slide, I know it. (laughs) Like, I know within two days, I can feel it in my body, my concentration goes down. And when you're a competitor, sleep is the most important asset you've got. Not only does it help you in terms of hormones, controlling your mood, your hunger levels, aid in fat loss and cortisol levels. The moment that you take your sleep off track during prep, for me personally in the past, that has been when things have started to potentially go downhill or get a lot harder than what they need to be. So when you're on prep, obviously your time is literally the biggest asset you have. And the easiest way that people tend to think of getting more done in their day is to reduce the amount of sleep they're getting. So staying on their phone for a little longer or staying on their laptop for a little longer and having less sleep. But know that when you push yourself to those limits when you're on prep, there is going to come a cost and it's something that you do need to anticipate. Obviously, some things are unavoidable, but be smarter with your time. Plan it ahead. I always say this to my clients. Make sure you are planning ahead on that Sunday and you know exactly what you're going to be doing And have, even if you're a bit afraid of having like X time of this hour to that hour, what you should be doing, have a clear idea of what you're going to be doing and how you're going to anticipate things. When you're on prep, you need to be planning ahead to know when you need to do your cardio, when you've got time to do meal prep, when you've got time to do posing, because all these things you know add up to that final result that you want at the end of the day. Don't get caught into this trap of seeing things on instagram or seeing things generally online or hearing things from people saying oh you know i've only been having four hours sleep as if it's a status symbol for the lack of sleep like people show off the lack of sleep. But when I hear someone show off about how much lack of sleep they get, in my head I think, well, that just shows you haven't planned ahead, you don't really know what you're doing, and you haven't got the right tools and the right systems in place, so then you can actually start to be more productive and get the results you want. Sleep is what allows you to operate on the highest level of productivity. So one thing that I definitely think that people need to start doing is start forgetting this stigma. So while it might be great for your friends to not have much sleep, well, it might be great for people around you or other people who are not in the industry to boast about the lack of sleep that they get. For competitor? that is not something that you want to be bragging about. That is not something that you want to be aspiring towards. Be clever, be smart. The most productive people in this world, the most successful people in this world, prioritise sleep and they know how important it is because getting in a good night's sleep actually makes you more productive in the day. And it all comes down to quality over quantity when it comes to how you're spending your day as well because be honest with yourself how many times do you say during prep that you haven't got time but how many times do you stop and actually look about what what you are actually doing with that time and whether it's actually productive stuff or whether you're just time wasting especially when you're in prep there can be times that you're trying to avoid things you're trying to put off doing certain things or in your head you know there's something that you need to do but you think or I'm just going to do something else first, or I'm just going to lay here for a little bit longer, how much that could actually add up over the course of the day. So for example, if you're sacrificing two hours of sleep, how many times have you been able to get something done a lot quicker than what you thought? When it comes to sleep and time, it all comes down to the quality of what you're doing over the quantity. How many times have you been putting up something because you think it's going to take you so long, but actually when you turn your phone off, turn all those distractions off, really focus on what you're doing, you're able to get it done in literally 10 minutes flat. The example with me, I was putting off the revamp for both the Not Just Bikini Girl podcast website and the compact website. Why? Because I was thinking, oh, I really need to give myself at least a whole afternoon to get this done. It's going to be too long, it's going to be too long. But guess what? Put my phone down, put all distractions off my computer, really cracked on with it. Managed to get the compact revamp done in an hour and a half and the podcast website done in pretty much the same time. How does that happen? Because I stayed focused and I stopped getting distracted. It's so easy to get distracted of prep, especially when your prep brain kicks in. You're feeling tired. That concentration is going to be harder. So stop putting yourself in situations that you're making it harder for yourself. So if you need to get that phone away, turn it off. If you need to delete Instagram off your phone during the gym, that is something that I do because I'm awful at at times. Having that self-awareness, I know that I can be such a workaholic and easy distracted when I get Instagram messages because I love doing it. But when I'm in the gym, that should be the time that is my time to focus and actually get shit done. So what I found was if I don't delete my Instagram off my phone or turn the notifications off, I spend so much time in, in between sets scrolling Instagram, replying back to people when actually as much as you think that you're being productive because you're trying to do two things at once you end up spending so much time whereas if you just focus on doing one thing at a time consistently you're able to free up so much more time and be able to actually get that sleep that you need to. The other thing that I think is really important during prep as well and it comes back to sleep is not being afraid to be selfish and say no so as much as we all like to think that we can do everything on prep can be the same and nothing changes and we can still do everything we want to, realistically, there comes a time that your body will put the brakes on. And I know that for myself. So there's been so many times, even this week, that I've canceled plans. And I know this kind of goes against the grain when some people say, oh, you know, nothing change, should have to change during prep. You should be able to still do X, Y, Z that you want to do. But sometimes there comes a point that you have to not be afraid to be selfish and not afraid to say no be realistic about what you can do with your day and how much quality of what you can do with that day as well. So it's all well and good me saying that I can see all of my friends this week but if I know that it's going to wreck with my sleep pattern, if I know that it's going to wreck with work, if I know that it's going to wreck with some sort of element which is so important to prep then I'm not afraid to step back, I'm not afraid to cancel that meeting, I'm not afraid anymore to prioritise myself because on prep is not the same as, it's not the same when you're in the off season. In the off season, yeah, you can still, I can still do pretty much everything I want to, but generally speaking, whether you're a competitor or not, learning to say no can be one of the most valuable things that you can do because time is your most precious asset that many people don't tend to protect and it's something that people need to protect, not just for goal setting or bits like that but just for clarity and actual general health and happiness which obviously then leads to things such as being more productive for goals. Establish a routine around this and again this goes back to the importance of planning your weeks out. I can't stress this enough if you're on prep you need to start planning. If you're not good with planning start getting good with planning and that's coming from someone that is the worst at organisation. Being dyslexic, organisation, structure... I can repel it so easily. Just because you struggle with something doesn't mean that is an excuse for you not to do it. Get good at it. Get good at planning. Know exactly what you're doing so then if you are starting to feel tired, you know the routine, you know what's coming up next instead of just leaving these empty times in your day to procrastinate, not do what you should be getting done. So it's all well and good, obviously saying all these things, but it all starts with your beliefs around sleep and what your mindset and general attitude and approach is to sleep two different ways to go about perceiving sleep so there's a non-essentialistic view and the essentialist view the essentialist view is more particular and actually looks at the return on investment and how important things are and prioritizes accordingly the non-essentialistic person sort of person tends to see the opposite and the non-essentialistic person tends to go by what they think in comparison to what they know is a fact and they've done the research before so for example a non-essentialistic view towards sleep could be things such as one hour less sleep equals one more, more hour of productivity. But as we've seen, it's no good having that extra hour if you haven't got that energy to be able to actually fully facilitate and maximize the return on that hour that you give yourself. Sleep is for failures. Sleep is a luxury. Sleep breeds laziness. Sleep gets in the way of doing it all. Whereas an essentialist knows that one more hour of sleep equals several more hours of much higher productivity. Sleep is for high performers. Sleep is a priority sleep breeds creativity and if you are someone that's looking at your schedule right now and saying jasmine i realistically cannot look at where i can get more sleep then the other alternative is napping it can be a bit of a trial and error but generally for me i found that a 20 minute nap about three or four o'clock in the day at the moment is really, really benefiting me. Why? Because by being more self-aware of what I'm doing, and this is naturally what I've always been like, when it gets to about three or four, I always tend to crash. That is the time that I would normally struggle to get back into the swing of work. I know a lot of my clients struggle when they finish their nine to five and they actually get into the gym. They're really struggling for energy, but they don't want to go to caffeine because it's getting to later hours of that day. They don't want to be staying up for later on. So what I said to one girl that I worked with, I said, look, just put in a quick 10, 15 minute nap in the car before you get into the gym and make sure you wake up, put that alarm on and then go at it. The result, didn't need a coffee, felt more alert, felt more awake. It's just those 15 minutes. Sometimes you don't need to have a full hour. Sometimes you just need that extra burst of energy during prep to keep you going through. Because even though caffeine's great, your body will start to get, used to that caffeine level which means you have to just keep increasing it and keep increasing it and obviously when your central nervous system is getting whacked as it is the last thing you want to be doing is adding more caffeine into that mix if you can avoid it having lack of sleep is meant to be a good thing when actually when you look at the people that are the highest performers they don't spend hours and hours and hours working they spend hours on prioritizing this themselves reinvesting in themselves getting good sleep having that downtime that meditation time your highest priority as a competitor should be to protect your ability to prioritise. And you might get people that laugh about, oh, you know, getting naps is stupid. But why does Google, one of the biggest companies in the world, have nap pods for their staff? That isn't a gimmick. It's because there's actually real research and science behind the power of napping and productivity and creativity and success, and everything like that. I can guarantee you the ideas that I get for Compact and these podcasts are not from when I've had a shit night's sleep. They're from when I've taken that time to be a bit selfish, prioritize, get into a routine, and be able to sleep and have that nap. It's so easy to get caught up in what you're doing and thinking you just got to keep going. When even though that is necessary when you're in prep, it's knowing that if you're going to be pushing to those levels, know that you need to plan and anticipate ahead that you might get that burnout and you might need to recoup some of that energy so long term you're not going to feel too much of a hit when it comes to those real difficult bits in prep. So yes, sleep is going to make you have less hours but it's going to make you have, be able to do more with those less hours, it's all about quality over quantity when it comes to the hours that you put in. So, start looking in your week, start looking in your day, even if you just start journaling at this point, start noting down those times, of the days that you start to feel tired really, really tired during prep. Is there something that you could be doing with your food? Is it something that you could be doing with your mindset? Is it something that you could be doing physically? There's so many different elements to this, but. Just because you're tired on prep doesn't mean that it has to always be as tiresome as you're feeling right now. there's always ways to improve it and make this better for yourself. Put sleep as a priority. you do not want to be adding excessive tiredness if you can avoid it. I do hope this episode has been helpful. Do let me know if you have implemented any of these techniques that I've mentioned in this podcast into your daily routine and always thank you so much for listening guys Remember. If you want to sign up to the bikini mailing list, which is launching up very soon, and it's going to be having more tips and tricks like this, then make sure you go over to notjustabikinigirl.com and sign up to the newsletter. This has been your host, Jasmine Jeffrey, and this has been the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast.